Hey, you're listening to Pull the Plug. Sometimes we do say some naughty words on air like poo-poo, pee-pee, caca, elbows. While that escalated quickly, listener discretion is advised. Hey, what's going on? You are listening to Pull the Plug podcast with myself, Mrs. Godzilla. I love it. Me, Justin G. Myself, Justin Reiner. Woo. Nothing as cool as Miss Godzilla. No, that's no. true. Before uh, before we started uh, recording, mm-hmm. uh, Shannon affectionately called the show The Plug. <laughs> You're listening to the plug. The plug. The plug. I feel like it suits the theme here with all. Of Are we all plugs? The butt stuff we talk. We about. do talk a that's lot true. about butt stuff. That's maybe, the... maybe we should change our name. Yeah, that's gonna be. <laughs> yeah, I like that. That's good. The there plug. We go. It suits. What and we you know, talk. it's it saves time. We're we're busy people here, that's and true. Uh, we, we don't can't have to say, say the pull, the... pull the plug all the time. If who, we just who say... likes to pull it out? No, we really just yeah. save saying. The, pull because we still say the plug <laughs> so we're really just saying saving the time that it says pull yeah i guess pull. yeah nah, too that, much time no i, I wow. like it. we are very busy you are we listening are the to plug. the plug that's i don't like it i'm not a fan and i refuse to accept this all right not down with it at we'll all. work well, on we, it we gave it a go anyway yeah we'll, <laughs> yeah so uh we gotta start the uh the show off um a little, bit, little, little bit different than we usually do. A bit of a somber tone. It's a little bit of a somber tone. Uh, we've had a, a week to kind of uh, adjust and and kind of take it all in. Yeah. Um, it wouldn't have been actually long after we recorded last week's show. It was uh, the morning after, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Um, or or late that night, early morning, or something like that, where we heard the news that uh, Gord Downey, famously of uh, Tragically Hit, passed away. Yeah. Uh, from uh, brain cancer, right? Is that yeah. kind of that's Essentially, brain cancer. Yeah, yeah, okay. So, And this had been very public knowledge. The hip yeah. did their farewell tour. Um, he had, uh, Gord Downey had done uh, a few sets here and there beyond uh, the yep. uh, farewell tour, but it doesn't hurt any less. No, I, I feel like, at least for me, I feel like it hurts more <laughs> knowing that he was going to pass and it was just like... This inevitable. Yeah, you just thing. knew it was gonna fucking ticking like, time bomb. Yeah, like it was just yeah, it was a time bomb, and it's sad, and I don't know. It's it's kind of not funny, certainly not the right word, but like it is kind of funny in the sense like I I think back like growing up, I had always known who the tragically hip were. I of mean, course. right? I feel like if you're a Canadian and you listen to even a minute amount of music, you at least have heard of them. If you hip. turned on the radio once. Yeah. yeah. Um yeah. but I never I never grew up with them. I never grew up listening to them. Mm-hmm. I've never been like you know an avid listener of them yeah. for no particular reason, just haven't been. But it still kind of oddly affected me because I knew how important he was and how important the band is and will continue to be he was just uh, for canadian music woven into the fabric of everything that is canadian whether yeah. i mean yes canadian music but um just everything about canada screamed gord downey mm-hmm. that growing up in kingston and he would be so active in the communities and <clears throat> i don't know there's just he he was very much Canadian. Yeah, he he personified that sort of thing. Yeah, so totally. I think it'd be kind of interesting uh, or kind of uh, a nice send off, as it were, if we kind of take a look at you know some just personally here some memories that we have of uh, of either Gord Downey, the Tragically Hip, whether you know influence in your life or or something that kind of sticks with you, you know, when you saw them or or heard a song or something like that. I think it'd be kind of a nice little sort of memoriam that we can give for uh, for the sir. So Justin, I think. It, Coming into the show, you said you had one. 
Yeah. I, I've maybe got a couple and we know Briner has a lifetime of, yes. of uh, these standout moments. So maybe if you want to get things started. Well, I think for me, sadly, the, the one that really sticks with me is when they were doing their kind of final, uh, the final tour mm-hmm. and they did that live broadcast through CBC right. um, from the uh, Rogers K Rock Center in, in, in Kingston. That was back in last August. I think yeah, it was. yeah, it was last August. Um, we went over to a friend's place and they had the concert streaming there and everyone was like super, like super, like kind of like cool party atmosphere. Very, it sounds so cliche, but it was very Canadian. You know, we're all just so, hanging yeah. out. I was at a party just like that. Yeah, and so, we're just yeah. hanging out, drinking beers, having a good time. Everyone's super chill and we'll have this music playing in the yeah. background. And, and you know, people are sitting and watching. And then at the very end of it, you know, there's a moment where he's like screaming and he seems to kind of break down a little bit. Yeah. It's kind yeah. of tough to watch. And... I look over and I see one of our one of our friends, Christine, who's crying. Like, yeah, and not like she's kind of upset about, it, but like sobbing. Mm-hmm. And it kind of struck me really succinctly. There it was just like that mean like this person, this band means so much to this person. Oh yeah, it is so ingrained in her life, mm-hmm. and it's such a tragedy for her as it is for everybody that he's going through this and that the man's going through this and we're all kind of going through this together. And that has always kind of stuck with me. Like whenever yeah. I hear tragically hit for whatever reason, that's the image that comes to my mind is wow. he, he, he's screaming on TV mm-hmm. and she's bawling and, and yeah. being consoled by friends and stuff like that. Yes. Yeah. He just means so much to her. But like you Which said, is, sorry, and that's a testament to him. That's an totally. amazing Oh, for thing, sure. So. And like you said, that whole experience that night was just so Canadian that yeah. we sat around a bonfire we all had beers in hand, our jackets on. It was a cooler night. The white sheet up on the fence, streaming it onto nice. the white sheet, projecting <laughs> nice. it. And yeah. people in their lawn chairs just fucking passing joints yep. like yep. it's a bag oh, of chips. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, <for laughs> that sure. It was totally such a... And just the fact that a group of friends and a group of strangers, we didn't know half the yeah. people there, got together to witness that event. That, that was super cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so for me, uh, I think one of the I, I had only gotten to see them once in my lifetime live, and uh, it was an outdoor uh, festival in uh, London, Ontario. Here, and as soon as they went into Bob Cajun, and that I mean that was a place that I had cottaged my whole life mm-hmm. and everything else. Oh, nice! The whole crowd had like just everywhere. So. Uh, I just remember hearing the echoes of everyone in the crowd, thousands of people singing every word alongside him and for me that was just super cool it's again ultra canadian that region of canada of ontario is such a phenomenal uh place and Mm -hmm. the fact that he wrote this song about them and this little town speck really oh it's nothing it's a nothing place yeah um comparatively he he just like put it on the map for canada he did you know what i mean like it was such a big song absolutely and the other one for me uh it's see, I don't know. One of my favorite movies of all time. One week. Um, oh yeah. And oh yeah. Every time we have, we have a lot of friends from around the world. Every time they're here, we sit down and watch nice. it with them. It's one of those movies that I mean, it features the Stanley Cup. It features the mountains. It features everything that is so ultra Canadian. Yeah. Um, and you get a lot of cameos throughout the movie. Uh, Joel Plaskett from Eastern Canada musician. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you get Gord Downey. And yeah. one of the, Isn't he like smoking a joint? He's smoking a joint. He yeah. is recovering from cancer in the movie. Yeah, he's smoking yeah. a joint. And that Joshua Jackson, also a Canadian, who's the star of the movie, 
is riding his motorcycle across Canada and comes across Gord Downey um, at a little motel in the middle of nowhere. Um, they just sit out front. They pass a joint back and forth, and Gord Downey's going, this helps with the pain. He's like, I went through it too. He's rubbing his head kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And uh, to me, the moment he announced that he had cancer, I just went back to that moment. Yeah. And there was something that just felt so unsettling, but to see that, I don't know, this character that he portrayed that was going through cancer and he was so at peace with it, I, I would hope that he would be the same way in real life. And, and Yeah. Yeah. And it was a perfect movie for Gord to be in because, again, as with anything, that movie is oh. a celebration of what Canada is. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Um, so it's perfect that he's in it, even if it's just for a short period of time. The so. actors, the cameos, the music, the, the little nuances in the movie – super canadian yeah. and yeah that that scene will always sit with me yeah for sure yeah so Briner, yeah i mean you were famous for an instance where you you were celebrating yeah the hip. no <laughs> fuck man like i i i couldn't name a, a party in the last 15 years that i've been to in my town that um didn't have hip going on yeah you know Absolutely. like it was like you you played the hip like crazy like that was the shit and uh yeah, it was it was a sad one, man. Like, it's 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 one it of was, those ones, yeah, that really it kind of hits you in the face a little bit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. It's and not to be like I don't know. We don't want to be downers. We we talk about boobs all the time, but yeah, yeah. It, it there is a there is a, an importance to music and the music that we listen to, and yeah. like that right there is a perfect illustration of it. Really. Yeah, like like this one, I think, out of any musician that has ever passed for me it's like this is the hardest one like Mm -hmm. ever yeah yeah like he's i mean i don't like to compare him to anyone because he he shouldn't be but i mean he's like canada's kirk cobain you know what i mean like he's totally he's that big Mm -hmm. so it's like to to see a guy like him at his level and you know how how respected it's just it it was it was super tough to see you knew it was gonna happen but it, it was so sad but um yeah I, as for memories like i said i mean at every campfire every birthday every time you go to the bar mm-hmm. it's like me and my friends it was just tragically hip tunes all the time like just it it didn't matter like it was and i think that's an interesting point too like you said you, you listen to the hip and you think of like your hometown yeah you no, for and sure. i really think the hip did that for a lot of canadians because for the most part canada you're in a rural area there's very few cities yeah. and there's a lot of space in between them. Yeah. And I think the hip really spoke to small town Canada. They did. That um, like with the song Bob Cajun, like they focused on really small areas despite them being from Kingston. Like and mm-hmm. they were not, I don't know, the city bands that you went to go see in no. the city. No. That I don't know. They just spoke to you on another level being from rural Canada. Yeah. So I, I think... Um I guess a memory that I would hold pretty close. Um, just the fact that I was able to get um, tickets for their last tour was mm-hmm. so important to me. Yeah, for that, sure. That I was able to do that because not a lot of people t- could see it, right? Like it was, mm-hmm. <clears throat> excuse me, it was, it was, um, it, it was pretty surreal to, to get to see him, you know, have a little bit of a send off. And um, I was just, I was, I was so overwhelmed of how good he was still. Mm-hmm. When you know what I mean, because he he must be going through just a million things like in his head. Oh yeah, for sure. And I can't even imagine to deliver and put on a show like he did was it was just absolutely mind blowing. Like the fact that and you know he played everything you want to hear and 
um it was just it, it was absolutely fabulous and um it's cool for me so i showed up wearing my uh tragically hip life jacket yeah <laughs> of course <laughs> like you do like i do on the back <laughs> says new orleans is sinking and um yeah no it was it was cool like just like getting so many pictures with people and like fans and like yeah. it's just you know it was just just this this common bond of like so many people that you've never met and it's like i've never met gord mm-hmm. but i feel like i've known him forever and yeah. i feel like he's like one of my best friends you know what i mean That's so an it was just thing. so it, it, it was super awesome and um it was, i was just super lucky to see that last one and um yeah i don't know it was uh i'd i don't know where where to I could talk for hours, right? But for sure, yeah. yeah, of course. So, no, certainly a tough loss. I mean, in this room and and for sure outside of it, that mm-hmm. um, big loss for music, big loss for Canada, and uh, we've got a show for you tonight. We, we do. <laughs> real, real, real quickly though, he does. Um, they he they did announce that uh, Downey did record a, a a final solo like double album. Yes, yeah, um, I didn't see that. It's called uh, Introduce Your uh, Introduce Yourself. Very Canadian. Yeah. And yourself, by the way, is Y-E-R-S-E-L. Naturally. Like, like he, he would do. Yeah. And it is uh, slated for uh, release, actually, later this week. So um, that's look cool. forward to that. It's kind of, you know, it's 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 too bad that it's got to be a posthumous release, but it's, you know, we're getting a, a nice kind of final send off for him. So for sure. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, let's get, talk to a little bit about happier things. Yeah. Now. yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, we're going to talk about some sex injuries tonight. Oh, dear. Mm, sex injuries. <laughs> There's okay. A, there's, a, there's a disturbing little study that came out about some sex injuries that I want to talk to you guys about. There's a study. Yeah. There's that many. There's that many, and well, that's I guess what's distressing. Yeah. All these studies that I I don't understand how I can't be on the research committee for. That's what I'm saying. I don't get it. I don't know. You guys need to be better. That's what hmm. I'm saying. Uh, we're gonna talk about a restaurant that doesn't make its own food in one aspect. What? Like McDonald's? Yeah. It's kind of a little bit of a controversy right now. Interesting. Uh, about some fried chicken, so we're going to talk about that. It sounds like a dumb story. <laughs> fried chicken controversy. Yes. Uh, we've got Sucks to Suck coming up for you tonight. Hey. And we've got a BuzzFeed Would You Rather that... Uh, it's about masturbating. Oh, fun. Yeah. Wow. Well, so, well, who doesn't uh, love it? Who doesn't a little bit of nice, nice little, little personal <laughs> time? A little diddle of your own dangle, as it were. and uh, Whatever that dangle may be. Whatever that dangle may be. Too true. Enjoy your own dangle. Uh, so we got all that, plus your entertainment update and some great music coming away tonight here on Pull the Plug. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can stay up to date with everything Pull the Plug related. Over at ptppodcast.com. Nailed it, Shane. Mm. So mm. good. It's like you've done this. So good. Like once or twice. Yeah, once or like twice. Yeah. <laughs> so tonight, I'm thinking we're just going to do uh, a night of all females. Ooh. Oh, I like that. Because ladies are... deserve some celebration. Well, and they are without a doubt better. Like... <laughs> Oh, there's there's no comparison. There's not like it not shouldn't even be bit. said. Not gonna hear an argument from over here. Yeah, you're not included. <laughs> <laughs> you're barely a person. You are very <laughs> excluded from that group, Shannon. <laughs> you're out. <laughs> don't 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 group yourself in with all these amazing ladies because clearly you don't understand what the word amazing means. I just insert myself. Yeah, you do. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. Though. <laughs> I'm gonna get it in you. I'm gonna start here with some uh, Jackie Haps. This one's called Last Time on Pull the Plug Podcast. <laughs> Last time I 
Jacqueline Van Happen, and we are back here on Pull the Poke Podcast. Mm. Yeah, we are. We were just Woo! discussing the merits of what cocaine and or, and or gin smell like. Mm-hmm. True. And uh, gin definitely smells like pine needles. Cocaine um, makes crazy though if you snort it. So. That's true. So there, that's probably what it smells like. It. That's the thing. People don't know what it smells like because as soon as you sniff it, Woo! you go crazy. That's right. Oh, I got it. Learn something new every day. God damn. I want to tell you guys about. Uh, a little small little restaurant mm-hmm. uh, in uh, Florida. No, oh, in Long Beach, California. <laughs> okay, it's a breakfast spot, popular breakfast spot that's found itself in the middle of a uh, <laughs> what the of Fox News calls a fried chicken controversy. You never want to be in the middle of one of those. That's terrible. No, that's no good. Uh, Sweet Dixie Kitchen, Aww. which is just charming. Sounds lovely. Uh, they're a small restaurant again, specializing in comfort food with a southern influence. They were called out by Yelp user Tyler H of Los Angeles, who claimed in his review, "Quote: Before my friends and I got seated, we saw them quickly bring in two large boxes of Popeyes to the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> Once seated, Tyler H ordered fried chicken and waffles that he said tasted quote suspiciously like Popeyes. Which, if you are able to, I'm sorry, but if you're able to identify fried chicken that's like from a particular spot, you may be enjoying a little too much of said fried chicken. To be fair, though, I haven't eaten uh, KFC in probably a couple yeah. of years, and you would that's always true. know I, what KFC is like. That's a good like. point. You know what? That's true. I, yeah, that's fair. I agree to that completely. Yeah. Like, I got that shit embedded in my yeah. sinuses. I, you know sure. what, though? Like, even if you blindfolded me and you put a saying. hamburger in front of me... You I know could, what McDonald's I know what McDonald's like. says. You're, okay, yeah. fair enough. But still, it is funny I get what you're trying to say, though. 
He uh, continued in his review, I kindly asked our waiter how they cooked their fried chicken. <laughs> After checking, he admitted he admitted that they do, in fact, use Popeyes. Well, and that's this is all coming from a very cynical perspective because he watched Popeyes get brought in. Well, yeah, like he's 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 aware of he what's happening. He knows what's going on what in the kitchen. What a weird thing. He wanted to know if they would own up to it. <laughs> yeah, and then he does say the manager then compensated us for the entire meal. So, what? Uh, which is kind and of And then said, what, shut up? Yeah. <laughs> So like, was don't he buying them on off? <laughs> he did not listen. No. So Sweet Dixie Kitchen owner Kim Sanchez uh, saw the Yelp review and res- responded, boldly defending the origins of her chicken, according oh. to Fox News. Go on. We, in all caps, proudly serve Popeye's spicy tenders, the best fried chicken anywhere and from Nor the best fried chicken anywhere and from New Orleans, which are delivered twice a day. We also, in case you need to know, buy your own gumbo from a friend who sells it at a local famous farmer's market. So she's getting a little snooty here with her response. We do, by the way, in case you need to know, blah, blah, blah. We promote usually small batch local producers in our menu. The exception is Popeye's. We can't fry at this location. And the fried chicken I love so much, and I ate a ton of it in the Atlanta. So I serve it. Well, so she's owning it. She's owning the fact yeah. that she's selling Popeye's chicken. Except, does Popeye's How is that legal? understand that they're doing this? Or are they literally just going in and buying two buckets and then reselling it? I feel like there's a legality there's issue There's got to be. That seems fucking weird. So that's what's interesting. So she she has said, or she says in this like kind of response to it, that she is al- the, the restaurant has always been totally upfront about... That they're doing this. So these. I, well, then why are they comping meals for people calling them out on it? Yeah, that's a great question. Because uh, to me, comping a meal is we've made a mistake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, she she says we wrote it on our board in the restaurant, imported from Louisiana this week. Thank you, Popeyes. It wasn't a secret. We use the chicken as an ingredient in a menu item we made. We don't use their sauces or anything else, but they do use the chicken. But so, it doesn't doesn't say if they know about this. I'm not seeing any evidence. Here that like says that, that can't be legal. Popeyes is like aware of it. That's I would love to hear a follow up from Popeyes because mm. yeah, if them walking servers walking in with two buckets of chicken tells me they went to the local Popeyes. Yeah, brought it over. They bought it at whatever Popeyes sells it for, and then what are they selling it for? Are they well, marking exactly. it up. Mm-hmm. That's a thing. Are they? Redre- they have to be like redressing, reheating mm-hmm. someone else's fried chicken and paying, like charging more for it. So that's the thing, it's and a lot bizarre. of other Yelp users are now chiming in. Like I, I just can't, can't get with it. Like I want to see the connect, the contract between this restaurant and Popeyes to know what percentage of money money Popeyes is getting from this restaurant to be totally. so proudly serving their chicken. Yeah. Um, the restaurant is open about making about uh, roughly ninety five percent of the food they sell in house. Mm. Uh, not according to their chicken and gumbo. Apparently not. So <laughs> Sounds like a bunch of bullshit. Sanchez said to Fox News that she has reached out to the franchise owner of the Popeyes where she gets her chicken uh, to try and create like a partnership, but has not heard back yet. Oh, so yeah. So they don't... Th- there is no partnership. There's no partnership. She's there. buying Just it. reselling fried chicken. That's fucking weird. It's a little strange. And food safety, like food like you would think, handling right? practices and stuff, like how are they transporting this? Like they're taking it... Essentially, it's like the same idea as takeout, but then they're reserving it. Uh, yeah. How long is that sitting? And there's so many questions. It's kind of sketchy, right? Super it's sketchy. Would you? Sketchy. So, how would you feel if you went into this restaurant? Like, would you? Is that something that you'd be uncomfortable with? Oh, hundred percent. Nope.com. Yeah, I think yeah, that's I that's. I would walk right out. That's fucking. It's stupid. a little so sketchy. Gross. Like, unless you're like branded with Popeyes and you're they're like making it there, or they're at least yeah. 
shipping it or transporting it to you in like a like a, a safe and controlled way. I thought just, you meant like a safe, like under like like <laughs> dial spinning yeah. code kind of thing. <laughs> That's what I want. Nice big heat lamp in it. Yeah, yeah. but it, no, it's a it needs weird. to be proper. Like it's not just them taking it home to their family to eat right away. No. Yeah. No, that's. It's, yeah. Who knows how long it's sitting yeah. there for? Like they go and get it, and then however long it takes for those customers to order them, how are that? How is it being? Oh, that's so gross. Kept at temperature and they're yeah. screwed. Yeah. They're screwed. They're, I, I'm gonna keep like an uh, like an eye on on this restaurant because yeah. I kind of want to get a follow up. Going. Oh, for sure. And so, I would love to hear a response from Popeyes. Absolutely. So uh, if you want to read more up on this or uh, about anything that we're talking about tonight's show, you can head on over to our show notes. We can find. At our website. ptbpodcast.com. Do some Kendall Thompson here. This one's called Love on Pull the Plug. Feeling disposable like thoughts that roll in smoke. Using decision as a weapon when you try and talk. I get confusion and rearranging. But rushing water's not the same as falling rain. This is the biggest mess that you have ever made. You are amazing, love. Only God can think you up. But you lie, you lie, and you're tying me out. Oh, you're tying me out. Come as easy go, it's just the way it is. Running free and wild's only really meant for kids. I know compassion, emotions are racing, but lying down is not the same as standing straight. This is the biggest mess that you have ever made. You are amazing, love. Only God can think you up. But you lie, you lie, and you tie me out. You are amazing, love. Only God can think you up. But you
Love there, Kendall Thompson. We're back here on Pull the Plug. Are we oh, ever? Oh, God damn it. We're off the rails. Shannon just started talking about pussy juice. And, <laughs> Sorry, um, you were the one that brought no, it no, up. No, I, I. What? No. I didn't mention anything about pussy juice, oh, which, wait. by the way, is a terrible term. Was that the other Justin? <laughs> that was the other Justin over there. <laughs> Look, he's dying now. Uh, I don't recall. Anyway. God damn you. Sucks hell. to suck. Speaking of sucks to suck, yeah. Fan of fucking Godzilla over there. <laughs> I like it. I do too. All right. First, uh, first person who sucks. <laughs> yes. There's a. Uh, a, a Republican nominee uh, for uh, at a Phoenixville mayoral forum. His name is uh, Dave Gutro. Proposed that, if elected, he would look into getting drug sniffing bunnies <laughs> for the police department. What? He was he was serious. <laughs> what? In what world did he think that would be helpful? So he said of the idea presented at the Thursday forum, "I was dead serious. I would not make a joke about a rabbit if I did not believe it to be true." So. So he's got a thing for rabbits. Residents of this place. He's got a thing for rabbits. One of those fucker, fucking weirdos with the rabbit feet on their neck and shit. <laughs> Residents of this town were a little wary of this proposal. Well, I guess. So they did uh, smart. what the candidate did not do, and they, uh, they went online, and they did a quick little search, and they revealed that this whole idea of <laughs> narcotic-sniffing rabbits was a joke. Created by the um, Amherst, New York uh, Police Department back on uh, on April Fool's Day back in 2016. Amazing. In a satire page called People of Lancaster posted a fake article about Lancaster police getting drug-sniffing bunnies in March of 2016. And this guy ran with it. And he ran with it. Like, he... he He's fully in. It was part of his platform. Yeah. Wow. That I'm going to get drug-sniffing bunnies. (laughs) I love him. Wouldn't you think it'd be harder to train bunnies than it would be dogs, for example? Have you had to train a bunny before? Yeah. How do you know? Maybe no, they're are, super are they easy? Have you? No, are I'm they, just asking. That's no, I, but I'm assuming I have had to train a dog before, and that was pretty pretty easy. Yeah, but dogs are smart. I feel like bunnies aren't very smart. They're very cute. Yeah, that's where I'm. I'm thinking that like. It would probably be a hell of a lot easier to stick with canines. Y- you would think. <laughs> I like how you guys are debating the legitimacy of training rabbits when clearly this is bullshit. No, I know, but you got to think it through. <laughs> right. Okay. We don't all have Google at our disposal. That's true. Right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. We are Canadians. Yeah. Uh, next, so he sucks. So he sucks. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. come on. He's clearly. the worst. He's no, sucked. he's. Uh, um, I don't know if this this is one of the contro- con- controversial sucks to suck. You guys might disagree on this. Okay. Okay. Um, there was a gentleman named Michael Zadel. He was wanted for you know for some outstanding warrants, and he posted on Facebook as people as police are like looking for him. He mm. posted on his own personal Facebook that uh, he would turn himself in, um, with by bringing in donuts. To the police department, if the uh, if that original post got shared by the police department and got shared a thousand times, so he just had a craving for fame. So he just wanted attention. So he posts online, "Hey, I'm going to turn myself in, and I'll bring in I'll bring in donuts for it because cops love donuts. And if this post gets a thousand shares, so the police department shared the post and said, "Hey, let's get this out here," and it got way more than a thousand shares. And the guy, Michael Zadell, made good on his promise to turn himself in. What? For his outstanding words, he walked in on his own. And not only did he bring donuts, he brought a bagel. Just one bagel? Just one bagel. For so them you guys, to split? You got you to you you fight over it. 
Uh, it says that uh, Redford Township Police said the man came into the station around 6.30 p.m. and was arrested for all outstanding warrants. I feel like he <laughs> sucks at being a criminal. Right? <laughs> like, how bizarre is it? Just, just don't do anything. People are fucking strange. Yeah, I mean, great for the police department. He made their jobs real easy that day. I just don't understand. No, I don't, I don't get that one either. But anyway, that guy sucks. He sucks. And, and finally, this is a whole marriage that sucks here. This is what we're going to talk about. Oh, a, no, come on. You're yours. so mean to me all the time. Ooh. Well, you do talk about pussy juice or something. I don't know what the hell's going on over there. <laughs> yeah, talk about dick juice. If I can What's your problem? God. God. No, what do I really want? Anyway, <laughs> this, is, this is a little bit of a story here, but I want you guys to, to, to strap in. Strap, strap on. on. And, uh, and enjoy this story because this is, this is nuts. Okay. So there's this gentleman, he's a gardener. He got so fed up with his wife's nagging, according to him, <laughs> he ran away from home. Smart. And lived in the woods for 10 years. What? <laughs> what? That that seems... I'm impressed. Like a lot? That's, that's commitment to a non-commitment. 10 years? <laughs> that's commitment to being very non-committal. Right. You're right, yeah. Uh, his name is Malcolm Applegate. That's so English. Mm. 62 years old. Malcolm. Applegate. He was married to his wife for three years before uh, just he, he reached the relationship reached a breaking point. He spent more than three times the length of their marriage hiding from, from his, his wife. wife. <laughs> so he he left. So he made his way. Wait, he lived in the woods. So yeah. So he made his way from <laughs> what? Birmingham, which is where they live, to London. This takes place in the yes, UK. Yes, Birmingham. Making half the three-week journey on foot after his bike was stolen. So he's oh, not off to a great start. Oh, poor dude. Not he's not all. happy. He's bikeless. And he's on foot. She says, for three years it was all right. We got we got on with one another and the gardening got too much for her. She said, why <laughs> I love this man so much. <laughs> the gardening got too much for her. She wouldn't weed anymore. What a hoe. No, she... <laughs> God damn it. Gardening jokes no, she, are the best. She was upset because he was gardening too much. He gardens too much. He's a gardener. That sounds like a qu- like a sweet little quaint old man. And so she said, why don't we have more time together? I said, how can I? I have been recommended to people. I just upped and left. I got fed up with her because we used to get so many arguments. It took me three weeks to get to back to London. I didn't lock my bike up. and uh, This is a whole story, by the way. Wow. I didn't lock up lock my bike up in Oxford, and someone helped themselves to it. So I had to walk back from Oxford. Aww. He secretly left his family home when increased working hours angered his wife, but the gardener has now told he emerged from hiding. After uh, leaving, he camped in thick woodland near Kingston, which is southwest of London, hmm. while working on gardens at a community center for the elderly. He said, there were three of us camping. <laughs> what? <laughs> he may have been in a cult. They were just <laughs> camping around with me because Gardening at the time, cult. I was working in the center, and we used to go there for a wash and a shower. No one knew where we, we were there. It's not well known. Nobody would go in there. Malcolm had also lost contact with his sister during the 10 years he spent sleeping in the bushes. Oh. And she feared he was dead before well, they were reunited. Wow. Well, how, does, how should the wife feel? Right? Like, yeah. You selfish prick. Like, just, just, just break it off. Up like, it, totally. Yeah. Just make it easy. Like, just make it easy for both. You don't have to go live in the woods for 10 yeah, years. Yeah, man. We, we have options. This, just, there's courts and just break up and it's fine. It's no big deal. It happens all the time. But And then go live in the woods. If that's so he emerged after he 10 years. He decided to be homeless rather than go through a divorce. That's insane. He sounds fucking that's, crazy. That's a terrible wife, but though. Like, come on. Like, if you're opting for... <laughs> 
10 years of homelessness I'll as opposed stay on to the streets. I mean, yeah, I, I can't comment on the wife. Cause... How bad is she? This oh, wow. I, I have some complaints. There's a few things that suck in the story. One, probably the wife. It sounds like she's awful. Well, it sounds like she doesn't suck. Two, <laughs> the dude himself. Figure your life out. It's not difficult. No, he's yeah. an idiot. Three, the writer of this goddamn story because it's <laughs> it's so poorly written. I'm going to share we're going to share obviously as we do with everything on the right. show notes. Read this story and try to follow along. <laughs> I had to get like a I had to get professors in to fi- like to decode this nonsense and I like charts and timelines. Oh I couldn't my figure out the hell's going on. You had it up on a yeah. on the wall with the thumbtacks and strings <laughs> trying to be like this person's tied to this so person. much red Graphing string. Graphing calculators. <laughs> So the wife sucks. The man sucks. This whole story sucks. So does and the New Zealand Herald sucks. So does it say, because um, he came out of hiding, has he be- been reunited with this woman? It doesn't say. It's <laughs> just the sister. It just ends. It just ends. There's no more. Well, it's British. You but know? It's from the post. You've seen like- Monty Python. <laughs> the post was... The, the, the website is the New Zealand Herald. See, that's the, that's the problem is the the distance between these people. It's lost in translation. It's lost. In, so there's so many things that suck about this. But basically what it comes down to is a guy got pissed off at his wife, went to live in the woods for a while, and then he met up with his sister. That's what we know. <laughs> the whole story sucks. It's so fucking stupid. Anyway. Made that's, best friends with a rabbit. But yeah. <laughs> Everything's connected. <laughs> yeah. And that sucks to suck for this Ooh, evening. Sucks to suck. Wow, that's a strong one. That's pretty good. <laughs> that was pretty funny. Coming up next, we got your entertainment update. It's <laughs> fucking insane. <laughs> I I got I'm gonna write a strongly worded letter to Ooh. the New Zealand Herald. Yeah. Holy fuck. I just wanna kick that guy in the nuts. <laughs> just one of those people. Get your life together. Yeah, figure it out. <laughs> fuck, figure it out. That's what I said to him. So much for subtle here. <laughs> this one's called Should Have Known Better on the Blood. Yeah. <laughs> 
for your pull-the-plug entertainment update. You're just mashing it now. Top five of the box office this week. Number five, Only the Brave. Six million in its opening weekend. Number oh, four. looks so good, by the way. Really? Yeah. Tell me more. <laughs> it seemed... <laughs> well, you said that. It was like, oh, yeah, it seems super good. No, it does look really good. So uh, good. It's about a group of uh, firefighters. Uh, it's based on, like, a true story. Like, they're the they're the firefighters who go, like, like into the fire to try to like stop it at its like source sort of thing like balls deep into the fire balls deep, the balls deep yeah. um, kind of based on like pseudo like true events um mm. it looks really good definitely check out the trailer oh sweet yeah. uh number four is blade runner 2049 uh 74.2 million so far number three is happy death day uh number two mm. is geostorm oh uh, yeah 13.7 million in its opening weekend um, you know, one of those natural disaster movies. So if you're into that sort of thing. Except the disasters aren't natural in this one. Oh. They're caused by satellites. Fuck. That's the wind. It's pretty cool. Unreal. Jerry Butler saving the world. And number Go one Jerry. at the box office this week is ridiculous. $21.2 million in its opening weekend. It's Tyler Perry's Boo 2. A Medea Halloween. Hallelujah. How? This is like the worst box office I've ever read. Yeah. Right? It's pretty pretty rough. Oh. Deep, like, pretty rough. Nothing made any money. No. No, not at all. Even the one that, like, only the Brave that you're like, yeah, it's a good movie. It made six million. That's it. Yeah. It, the fuck? Which is, it, it is a shame, but yeah. I mean. Too bad. Weird. Tyler Perry has his. Has this is his grasp, moment. A grasp on the balls of Hollywood. Over to. Twenty million. That sounds like it should be a made-for-TV movie, and oh, he's raking in twenty million at the box that office. That guy just puts out shit full time. What man, the fuck? Man knows what he's doing. I guess. He's like Adam Sandler. He just puts out shit, and people love it. Yeah, True. people eat it fucking up. It's nuts. They eat that dick. Yeah. God. Opening this week in theaters, we got all I see is you. Oh. Thanks, Brian. He was looking at me. He was looking at me. No, it was me. You're an idiot. Quit elbowing me. Also, thank you for your service. We got the Suburbicon. 
which I don't know what that is. It's a Batacon. <laughs> it sounds like a super villain. So yeah, it. no, it's like a Coen Brothers movie. All right. Yeah. And um, Jigsaw, because we needed another one of these. Look, you need to know what happened to him after he died. Apparently, I've never seen any of well, these movies. Yeah. He wants to play another game. He's look. He's he loves the games. He loves playing those games. Play I will say, games. though, that this is the perfect time of year for this to be opening. It's the only mm-hmm. time of year. <laughs> but I always think that. And then in the middle of summer, there's a horror movie being released. That's no, true. yeah. No, for sure. So, they do it. I, I don't understand why. But. So as much as we don't need this, if we were ever going to need it, now is the time. That's true. And I can appreciate that. All right. Fair enough. Coming soon to theaters, November 3rd, we've got A Bad Mom's Christmas. Because, <laughs> you know, November 3rd is the right time. Uh, to talk about Christmas. Those, those moms, they're so naughty. And they just <laughs> so wanna, bad. They just want to be remember their youth, you know? Yeah. Last so flag wild. flying. So silly. <laughs> and uh, the big one that's going to take all the money and all of my love, Thor Ragnarok. <laughs> that counts for something. Super pumped on that one. Uh, coming soon to theaters November 10th. <clears throat> We've got Murder on the Orient Express. Uh, three billboards outside Ebbing, Missouri. Sorry, that looks. I know, the the title <laughs> is ridiculous for a reason. It is a super dark comedy. All right. It looks so good. Okay. It looks really good. Fair enough. Watch the trailer for that one too. And uh, also on November tenth, we've got Daddy's Home too. <laughs> oh yeah, he is. Here's my moment, guys. Oh yeah. I told you I was making a film. That's right. There's gonna waiting. be a lot of naked wiener in that movie. Daddy's home. Mm. <laughs> Isn't that the one with like Mark Wahlberg and Will and Ferrell? Will Ferrell? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that was actually a really funny movie. I never did see it. It was quite funny. Wait, you didn't see a movie? Right. <laughs> seem... Must have missed it. <laughs> New releases in movies. Here we go. Check these out. Mm. All right. These are handpicked by me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, an inconvenient sequel, Truth to Power Bushwick. Yeah. That's a hell of a title. Uh, like to wick your bush. I, I bet you would. You look like the type. Um, we got the Emoji Movie, um, Annabelle Creation, and War for the Planet of the Apes. <laughs> Coming soon for movie releases. <laughs> oh, <wow. Sorry>. Holy. <laughs> We've got The Dark Tower and Kidnap, both of which actually looked really good. Yeah, The Dark Tower did not do very well. Wow. It didn't do well, but I love... Scare the shit. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to do it. That love the concept, and I mean, Stephen... That's a lot of book to fit into yeah. one movie, and Stephen King is a great storyteller. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I don't know. It's still... Still check it out. I guess. Switching gears into new releases in music here for your October 27th. Like a champ. Julian Baker, turn out the lights. Yeah, turn them on. Turn out the lights. I prefer to do them on. Hollywood Undead 5. Uh, Kelly Clarkson with The Meaning of Life. <laughs> Leanne Womack, The Lonely, The Lonesome, and The Gone. Oof, oh. damn. That one's heavy. Some good shit. Stereophonics with Scream Above the Sounds. Uh, the Used is back with uh, their new one, The Canyon, and Weezer is back with Pacific Daydream. Well, then. Right on. Well, and I stuff. guess uh, you were saying Gord Downey's coming out this week, too. That's right. Yeah. So that's awesome, too. So did that not make the list here, Justin? Or 
You wanted to surprise us with that one? It propagates or? itself, so sorry about that. <laughs> it was just apparently not part of the feed. And a new one from Gord Downey. What was it called again? Oh, uh, your yourself. No. Oh no, wait. I have it right here. Yourself. Uh, it is going to be called Introduce Yourself. That's Introduce, Introduce Yourself. You had yourself in it. Top five on Billboard.com. Number five, Love is Rage 2. Lil Uzi Vert. <laughs> it never gets old. <laughs> no, it doesn't. I want him to be on the Billboard top five Lil forever. Uzi Vert. Oh, fuck. I hate this. I love it. It's the worst part of this show for me. I think it's the best because I love seeing uh, how frustrated you get. <laughs> we got number four here, Stony Post Malone. Oh, I love Post Malone. <laughs> He's better than pre-Malone, I'll tell you that. <laughs> That was a great joke. Oh, thank you. <laughs> she really enjoyed that. <laughs> that was a genuine Don't Shannon squeal. I didn't expect that one. That, that was, was real good. good. <laughs> Sorry about that. That was good. That makes me happy. Uh, Colors by Beck. I've been listening to this album, actually. Oh, um, yeah. Quite good. Oh, yeah. Yeah, really enjoying yeah, it. Yeah, but Beck's always been kick-ass. I... Yeah. No, really digging it. Uh, number two, Mr. Davis by Gucci Mane. Gucci yeah. Number one, Beautiful Trauma by Pink. Also been listening to this album. Uh, a few really fun tracks. Yeah. yeah. Actually, yeah. not the, the, what I've heard, not too bad. Yep. She's always been she's consistent. Yeah, she's, like, yeah, she's I've solid. never had anything bad to say about her. She's Pink. always got the, the hits from each album. Oh, I wouldn't sure. say her albums are all like no. gold, no, no. but she's got her, her hit tracks from Definitely. each one. Yeah. Yeah. So that's fun. Yeah. Celebrity birthdays for October 25th. Hey. Give me that. Boom, boom, Uh Singer uh, Ciara Harris is 32. Hey, girl. Singer Katy Perry is 33. Don't know her. How? Now you do. Yeah. Actor uh, <laughs> McCad Brooks. He plays Jimmy Olsen in Supergirl. He's 37 today. Oh, his know. his name is McCad. McCad. Naked. You'd like to see him naked. Me- I bet, mm-hmm. like, he's attractive. Huh. That's yeah. weird. Actor Craig Robinson is 46. Bare Naked Ladies musician Ed Robertson is 47. Mm. Actor and writer Adam Goldberg is also 47. Actress Melinda McGraw is 54. And actress Nancy Cartwright. Voice of Bart Simpson. Hell yeah, she is. And uh, right. Bart Simpson and well, a bunch of other characters on oh, Simpsons. Yeah. Uh, is 60 years old today. And that is your entertainment update. Entertainment update! Nice. Nice. What do we got coming up next here? Let me take a look. We're going to take a look at... Yeah. A study about some sex injuries. Ooh. I'm curious as to what we should avoid. Uh, me too. I mean, should we just avoid sex in general to stay nope. safe? Nope. Maybe we <laughs> should. Nope. I mean, it depends how high risk uh, these sex injuries truly are. It's true. Yeah, I mean, if you're a pussy about it... <laughs> Same. All right. Well, that's good to keep in mind. <laughs> Stick to the butthole. That's right. Yeah, yeah. it's safe. You don't, can't get don't be a there. pussy. There's no babies made in the butt. That's I'll right. Tell you that right now. That's damn right. That's factual. Look, that is true. That's science. Number one way to prevent pregnancy: butt just do in the butt. That's what we preach here. Yeah. Ooh, baby. Oh, baby. Sarah M here with Galapagos. You're listening to Pull Plug.
Too late to turn back now. I'm running out of sound, and I'm changing. I'm changing. And if we died right now, this fool you love somehow is here with you. Thank you.
Sarah M there with Galapagos smashing pumpkins cover, and we're back here on Pull the Plug. She's real good. So good. <sighs> makes my pants tight. I mean, that makes sense. Mm-hmm. I get it. Good on you. Thanks. Yeah. <laughs> uh, this article comes from uh, The Mirror out of the UK. Mirror. Can we trust them? No. <laughs> no. Definitely not. <laughs> Anything like that. Lot. I don't know, can you? Yeah. Experts have revealed that adventurous sex is to blame for a steep rise in the number of middle-aged men injuring themselves in a fit of passion. Adventurous. So Do like tell. So real boning quick. while ziplining? Yeah, like or <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly it. So uh, I want to see... Because I can see where that gets dangerous. Right. Like skydiving. Where would, you guys, yeah. where would you guys think is the most common place uh, in the home to have oh. a sex-related injury? In the home? Well, bedroom, I guess. Well, I, I don't know what the, I don't know what it's all like a room. It's a room. I, I would say the kitchen probably. Kitchen? No, good answer. It is actually bathroom? The bathroom, specifically the shower. Oh, okay. That is dangerous. That's true. I think we can all Always agree taking your life in your hands when you have shower sex. Yeah. <laughs> and while I mean sex is enjoyable regardless, but Is it? <laughs> I know. I'm excited to have it. Um <laughs> one day. You know, we all tr- we all tr- you know, shower sex is something that you're going to try and whatever. Yeah. And for whatever reason, you always think you're going to be able to work it out. You always think you're going to be able to get into that position well, that's going to work. And here's the issue. Right. It's, it's most of us, when we, we see pornos and we see shower scenes, they got this these elaborate showers, which True. allow you to move around and bend different ways right. and all this shit. The majority of us just have a standard fucking bathtub, right. <laughs> which is not very big like two no. people yeah. is like way too much <laughs> it's way too much and look i like to have an orgies and i can't have an orgy you can't in the, have it in this it's one. ridiculous no it's crazy but regardless of whether you have this spacious immaculate bathroom or you have the standalone tub like we do yeah water's gonna get slick it's gonna get slippery um, that's true too mm-hmm. it's no good no you don't want to slip and fall gonna get those mats crack your head open oh that is no Who's way. Mats? <laughs> the little Those suction little cup yeah. things, yeah. You know, like my grandma has it. Yeah. <laughs> and there's nothing that turns me on more. That's true. Well, and the little handles. Oh, those handles. See? You can lift yourself up. That's right. Move into a retirement community it's and you're all right. set for shower sex. That's why that's why yeah. old biddies are always moving into the retirement homes. They got the they got they the got, sex equipped showers. <laughs> They've had a few years to figure it so out. Smart. Yeah. Oh man! So one of the country's top osteopaths said eighty percent, eighty percent. Wow! Of non-sporting injuries he treats are sustained during sex. What? What? Eighty percent. So fuck? anytime you're injured, and you're no. like you, you look at the stats. Anytime somebody is injured, and it's not because they were playing or uh, or participating in a sport, right? Eighty percent of the time, it's because of a sex injury. That has to be that one particular dude. I feel like if you went to a normal like hospital or something, it'd be like stupidity would be 80%, maybe 20% sex injuries. So in the space of just five years, uh, Stephen uh, McKind, who's a uh, clinical director of the Perfect Balance Clinic in London, says the number of of bedroom-related injuries have quadrupled. He said, we've noticed a real increase in sex-related injuries. It used to be that injuries associated with sexual activity used to account for a small percentage of the non-sporting cases we treated. It used to be only around 20%. Um, But many patients, he's saying, are actually too ashamed to admit how they hurt themselves. I can understand that. Meaning doctors, though, can't treat them properly. If you just go into a doctor and say, my ankle, ankle hurts, or my head hurts, my neck hurts, 
And like, okay, well, how'd you, how'd you hurt it? Like, well, I, I whatever. Like, I if suck, you're not being, if you're, if you're not, Yeah, it just hurts. Just treat it. No, but what difference would it make? If your neck is sore, your neck is sore. But you can, there are different ways to treat it depending on how you hurt something. Hmm. If you bend it a certain way, if you, if the, the result of whatever happened is the result of that injury... They have different ways of treating that. But if you throw your back out during sex, it's no different than throwing your back out while carrying up your groceries. Is it? I don't. Apparently, I've, I've it never is. Throw my back out during sex, so I don't know. Yeah, we're young. The and groceries virile. thing. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got to carry do a lot of fucking bags. <laughs> yeah, you got to do it all in one. But go. that's what I'm wondering. Why? Why would no, that? I, I get what you're saying. Matter. I don't know. Apparently it does. Apparently and I'm also does. curious what people are doing that sex has gotten so much more dangerous for it to quadruple over the last few years. Well, I don't know. Maybe it's the... Um, it's you're, People have a lot more access to a lot of 50 different Fifty Shades of Grey. It's That's what I'm wondering. That's what if it's what the it influence is. of something like that? BDSM. I think, it's the, I think it is the influence of just the access that people have to all of these different types of things. Whether it's sure. books, whether it's porn, whether it's just stories, whether it's just people talking about their sex lives. I think people have a lot more access to other experiences well, sure. they're reading about. Even, even in the last, what was it, four years though? Four years. I mean, has it really made that much of a difference? I, don't, I, I mean, you wouldn't think so. I I don't know. I mean, in, I guess in the last four years, my parents have gotten an iPad and an iPhone that they never would have known how to use before. There you go. And you, I'm not going to bring that up, but nope, you know don't your do dad's it. bringing that iPad into the bedroom. Oh. No, I, I don't think so. No. I don't think he's that advanced yes. with his <laughs> right. iPad yet. He doesn't know how to change to the front-facing yeah. camera. He right. fucks, for sure. He fucks, for sure. <laughs> Uh, well, I exist. <laughs> he's done it at least once. Twice. Or twice. twice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like 30 years ago. Yeah. So. <laughs> all dried up by now. Yeah. He said, while most patients are men in their mid-50s, medics do treat a large number of women as well. The 37-year-old said, when it comes to sex, we see everything from neck injuries to wrist fractures, ankle sprains. Wrist fractures? Well, for the fisting. What? Maybe you like as you're like rolling over or something. Don't do that ever again. By the way, that's if you're fisting like that just with the wrist, wrist fist, wrist fisting. Oh that is God. that is painful for both that's parties. That's not good for anyone. You might as well be elbowing. Jesus, that is that awful. That seems safer. Your elbow is less fragile true. than your wrist. Yeah, uh, hernias are common. <laughs> Get that wrist out of my face. It stinks. <laughs> They see uh, they see back spasms. They they see uh, full blown disc prolapses, uh, anal prolapses, anal prolapses, and uh, (laughs) stop doing stuff over there. (laughs) She's gonna hurt herself. Uh, Sex injury. Pay attention. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) How did you hurt your wrist while we were recording a podcast? I was slapping myself, (laughs) simulating sex. This is wild, though. So, and he goes on to say, the reasons for the rise in sex injuries is intriguing. To me, it's also a positive because it shows Mm -hmm. that the patient, no, it shows (laughs) that the patient um, clinician relationship is working at a point where there's real trust. People are okay to say, I hurt myself doing this. I trust you for trying to help. Like, I trust that you're going to try to help me. Right. Well, maybe that's almost what entirely it is for the, um, that kind of, exponential growth of people of, of the yeah, sex injuries people lie maybe now it's just people going fuck it like whatever man. i had sex i got yeah. hurt that's that, that that's you, probably what it that is that is very possible actually it's just mm-hmm. people are getting more comfortable with the idea of 
I hurt myself during sex. I mean, it happens, and yeah. I'm not ashamed of it. Yeah. I know, like, there's there's always been such a stigma around the doctor, right? Yeah. And maybe people don't fucking care anymore. Do you uh, really quickly? Have you guys uh, ever, in any way, kind of hurt yourselves during the during the whole shebang? I mean, I know you haven't had sex yet, Brenner, but I mean, if you can imagine <laughs> what it would I'm be. I'm waiting for you. What it would be like. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, I mean, nothing like I've had to go to the doctor no. for, but like, you know, you bend kind of a weird way or like yeah. a weird angle and you're yeah, like, like oh, a, that kind of hurt. Weird cramp or something. Yeah. In leg or yeah. Like but like nothing, nothing serious. Yeah. yeah. No, I wouldn't say no. anything, anything I've had to go to the doctor for. I mean, I, I've had surgeries on both of my knees, so if I spend too much time on my knees, yeah. um, <laughs> it, you know, if I get overindulgent, then uh, then, it, <laughs> overindulgent. then it becomes a little sore. <laughs> but I mean, that's a pre-existing condition that I know about. So uh, yeah. that's my wife, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> so, but no, that I think that's about it, really. Yeah. No, I, I maybe I'm some rug burns. Some yeah. Rug burns. Oh, There's man. some casual. Sh- I think I've fallen. I think I've fallen over on like a corner, and I like cut my like my like elbow or something. But, like no, that's nothing. Yeah. That's a that's a nothing thing. Yeah. So no, yeah. not really. I don't you, think so. You've fallen over <laughs> hell and cut your elbow on it. I don't know what to say. Oh help! Uh, hey, at least his penis still uh, works. Bleeding. Wait a, wait a second. I don't remember ever saying I did. Uh, help! <laughs> <laughs> I didn't do that. I just fell. It oh, happened. Shit. I did my business. That's yeah. just usually your, your reaction to, to things. Ah. That's just when I, that's whenever I come. Actually, it's just ah. yeah. oh, ah. help! Oh my god, ah. Jerry! <laughs> I don't know. So Jerry, there's a lot more to this article that we'll be posting up uh, over at our show notes at ptppodcast.com. Oh, man. How can there be more to this? So I feel like more. we tackled so much of it. Yeah, I want to hear if anybody out there has had a, a, a sex-related injury. Yeah, like, have you broken your dick? Have you broken it? Has she tried to just, like, sit down on you, and it just didn't line up? Well, I guess, now thinking about it, Uh-oh. I mean, I've, I've had someone, like, use a little bit too much teeth. Oh, Ooh. any teeth is too much teeth. Well, yes. <laughs> no, I agree. Yeah. But that's as far as it, it, it's ever that's, kind of been. Yeah. But no, I feel like that's that's... But, but uh, like, again, I've, I've never had to go to the doctor. Like, no, and nothing that, that serious. Yeah, like, that's that's just a, oh, that's uncomfortable and maybe stop that. Yeah. And that's, yeah. And so. I don't know, I can feel like, feel like if like, say someone's on top of somebody else and like you're putting a lot of pressure on somebody. Yeah. yeah. What if, I don't know, bust a lung or something. <laughs> wow. Jesus. Shit, that's a lot of pressure. <laughs> <laughs> you, you would hope you would trust the what partner you, enough to... What if you puncture a fucking lung yeah. during sex? Just bring Will out a finish? knife. Why do you have a knife? <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> We're making this intense. Yeah. So I want to hear about your sex-related injuries. Uh, head on over to p2bpodcast.com. Uh, hit up the, uh, the contact form on Jeez. there. I want to know. Yeah. Because yeah. it's funny as hell. It's good. And uh, Share we'll, your pain with share us your pain. for our laughter. Yes. Uh, and we're going to continue with the uh, sex-related stuff uh, yeah. after the song. Here, we're going to talk. Uh, we're going to do a "Would You Rather" masturbation edition. Ooh, get ready! I like it. First, here, Mag and Collie with "Love Me Back" on Pull the Plug. I fell like home 
back that's meg and collie and um we're back here on the book let's talk some jerking it's jerking off let's do it uh as we do uh most weeks we're ending with a buzzfeed little yep thing i don't know quiz would you rather this is a would you rather this week these are perfect 10 masturbation (laughs) would you rather questions that are impossible to answer but i guarantee you won't find that impossible to answer so number one would you rather Never masturbate to porn again, or only be allowed to masturbate to porn parodies such as Star Wars and Game of Thrones. I guess I would make do if I was never. So you can masturbate, but you you can't use porn. Mm-hmm. Um, or the only porn you're allowed to watch while masturbating is Star Wars and Game of Thrones. I feel like I could do without. Yeah. Yep. Wait, so you you can only masturbate to the parodies? Yes. And you couldn't do it just... You, you couldn't do it to yourself, no. No, you ha- no. You have to... You, the only way you can masturbate... This wait. is how I'm interpreting... Just wait. This is the, only, the only way I'm interpreting this question, I should say, mm-hmm. is how it's worded. Only be allowed to masturbate to porn parodies, such as Star Wars and Game of Thrones. Oh, it's Not sounded, as well as... Not as well as just by yourself. It sounded oh. like the other one was by yourself, but you could never look at any porn again. Well, the other one is never masturbate to porn again. Yeah. But that tells me that you could masturbate without porn. Yeah, so would you rather not masturbate with porn mm-hmm. or only be able to masturbate to porn parodies? That's the only porn you could ever look at. Yeah, yeah. I think I could do without. Yeah? Yep. All right. Yeah. I don't know. It's a weird... It's worded weird for me. Yeah. It is worded weird. Yeah, um, I'll give you that. I don't know. I feel like I could get by with some Star Wars porn. Yeah, I could do Star Wars. Yeah. I wouldn't mind sure. seeing Leia take it. Yeah. <laughs> Rest in peace. Carrie Fisher. Fisher. <laughs> <laughs> Fifty-five <laughs> percent of people said they would uh, never masturbate to porn again. Yeah. So we kind of agree with Shannon there. Would you? Uh, would you rather your parents walk in on you while you're masturbating, mm-hmm. or accidentally dial your boss while you're masturbating? Maybe my boss. I I feel like accidentally dial your boss because I'm. <laughs> How how loud are you when you're masturbating? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. If you accidentally dial your boss and they happen to pick up, even if you're on a speakerphone call, they're you're not gonna. It's not like you're gonna hear anything. No, and I feel like your boss is going. It is more likely 
to just hang up than your parents would be because your parents are on the other end going oh my god are you okay like why aren't you answering Wait, me no, why aren't you talking are walking to me in right your parents oh, are right. walking sorry in. oh so they're physically there okay yeah boss for sure yeah yeah i think okay. i think your boss if there's no one on the other line they hang up yeah no for sure 72 percent agree with us boss wait there's people that don't there's people who would rather the people really care about their boss i guess hmm. get it together figure it out would you rather never get to use sex toys again or have to use household objects every time you masturbated what? So, would you rather never get to use sex toys again? Okay. Or would or rather or basically the only sex to toys use household objects every time you I masturbated? I wouldn't want to do that. I would go without. Yeah, you got it. Yeah. Yeah, rather go without. Yeah, yeah. that's because I'm not tied to any sex toys in particular <laughs> for my masturbation needs. No, me neither. Oddly, 59% of people agree with us. Only 59%. I feel like that's a little too low, but people may love their vibrators. Yeah. I mean, good on you. Too true. Uh, Would you rather find out your roommate can always hear you masturbating so you can (laughs) learn how to be quiet already uh, or remain blissfully ignorant to the fact that your roommate can definitely always hear you masturbating and carry on as usual? Very ignorant. I'd rather be ignorant. I don't give a shit. I don't give a fuck. Yeah, I'm in the same boat. Listen away. 40% 40% of people only agree with us. Really? This one might just be, this next one might be just for, for Shannon. I don't know. But maybe we could equate it for. Put me in, like coach. A, I'm a ready. A little, little pocket thing there. Ha, would you rather have your vibrator die right as you're about to come? Oh. Or have someone knock on the door right as you're about to come? Vibrator die. Yeah. yeah you I can, can still finish. I can figure it you out. You can still get there. I feel like that's probably a good option. Yeah. yeah. 72% of people also agree with you, by the way. Yeah. I, I think a lot of people probably rely on their vibrators, but. That's pretty sad. Yeah. Would you rather never masturbate again? Jesus. Or have to masturbate. This- <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> or <laughs> Wow. Never masturbate again or have to masturbate five times a day, every day. I could, oh. I could do it. <laughs> Both sound terrible, but I think I'd rather than not yeah, yeah i mean me too yeah like doesn't say to completion that's true i can just rub that's it that's fair just touch yourself a bit yeah, yeah. rub up against a corner yeah oh so good <laughs> slam it in the fridge door yeah just, oh jesus oh, just casual stuff yeah come yeah. on <laughs> come on now figure it out 58 58 of people agree with us on that one just find the crease between the couch cushions oh man make that God. couch your bitch would you rather <laughs> never use lube or lotion while masturbating again or spill a ridiculous amount of lube or lotion every single time you masturbate, no matter where you are? Well, that sounds just really inconvenient, so I'd, I'd do never. it without. Yeah. I'm okay. I'm going in dry. I'm yeah, all right with that's that. that's fine. Yeah, yep. that's okay. Jesus. We're young enough that it works. Yeah. <laughs> you old farts out there. 75% never what use. What a weird question. Yeah, that's so bizarre. Stop spilling. <laughs> Just everywhere. Everywhere you Every go, you're time. like, I want a master. Oh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> Not the KY again. There's way too much. <laughs> I gotta clean the bed sheets again. Again. Martha, the bed sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Laundry night. <laughs> wow. Would you rather have to announce on Facebook or Twitter every time you're about to <laughs> masturbate? That's awesome. That's or post audio of a masturbation session one time? Oh. Do you have to title it masturbation? <laughs> For the sake of the argument, yes, we're gonna. Um, you gotta title it. Yeah, I'd probably do that. I'd probably just post the audio because who wants to hear me doing nothing and just be. A... 
That's the thing. It's barely. It's yeah, it's like just slapping. It's yeah. just not that it's big like, a deal. Guys, it's like, right, like oh, sweet. Oh, he went to a golf game. That's, yeah. that's interesting. It's too bad you couldn't title Maybe it. Maybe a couple mouse clicks. Because I would love to t- title it like whale watching or something. <laughs> whale watch. <laughs> <laughs> Does that depict the type of porn you watch? Maybe. Uh, uh, two more questions. Would you rather have to go to the emergency room for an embarrassing masturbation-related injury with no lasting physical consequences? So apparently this is a thing. Look, a thing. people stick stuff up their butts Oh, all my the time. God. Or have an unrelated sure. injury that prevented you from masturbating for a month. I mean, I don't really have any issues. I mean, you said the, the going to the doctor, there was no lasting... There's no lasting physical consequences. It's just embarrassing. So, like, yeah. you've you've shoved... A, a woody doll up your ass Perfect. for sexual gratification Sounds and now it's right. stuck there it's constantly saying there's a snake in my boot you gotta get it out of there oh no I don't like that <laughs> that's super like embarrassing that. I mean anything that's <laughs> embarrassing like that's fine I, I have no problem with that right. somebody poison the water hole <laughs> <laughs> see that's better I don't want to hear anything coming out of me that says you have a snake in you but <laughs> oh that's so good so you'd rather go to the emergency room for sure Brian or what about you uh I don't know, cause I I I enjoy masturbating. Yeah, like, me too. As we all do, yeah. but like a like a month is a fairly long time. Yeah, right. It's a long time, but I mean, you can have sex. Mm. But you have a re- unrelated injury that prevented you from masturbating. So I feel like if it's yeah, preventing you I'm from not ma- masturbating, somebody's doing your masturbating for you. Okay, would I think he's working. Wouldn't he's it be painful system. then, though? Yeah, maybe it's painful. Maybe you've, maybe you, you just can't. Maybe you just can't. There's no coming for a month. A one-time trip to the emergency room that you can laugh about later. Wasn't it funny how Buzz got stuck up there? His wings came out. Yeah, I feel like that's just like, that's like a coming-of-age tale. <laughs> I feel like I could do a month. You could do a month, eh? Yeah. I mean, like... I feel like I could probably could. I wouldn't like it. I'd be super angry. I'd be moody. I'd be way moody. I'd be moody. But I think I could probably... Can you imagine the day after that month, like, what his room would look like? Oh, just a mess. Just painting the walls. Just terrible. Just a mess. Uh, Just some avant-garde work. (laughs) (laughs) Like like Waterworld, Kevin Costner. (laughs) Only 13% of people agree with you, Shannon. 87% would rather... Be prevented for a month. Abstain yeah. for a month. So people are just really, they don't want to be uh, embarrassed. That's a big, that's what. Which well, goes course. against no what our theory was with this story, yeah. that people are just getting more comfortable going to the doctor and that's why yeah. they've seen such yeah, a rise. that's true. Interesting. Hmm. Hmm. Would you rather get paid, hmm. a, <laughs> would you rather get paid a million dollars to never masturbate again? Or, or get this is a, this is a dumb question. This is a dumb question. Would you rather get paid a million dollars to never masturbate again, or get paid a hundred dollars every time you masturbate? Obviously, get paid a hundred dollars. Yeah, I can. I can masturbate. How, how, We'd how, get up to a million real quick. I make more than a million. Give me yeah. a fucking month. Well, there's unlimited. Yeah, you, you're masturbating your whole life. You're I'm. Gonna, you're gonna make more than a million I've dollars. A, I've got another solid thirty years at least of jerking off. Yeah consistently left in me yeah i can yeah. easily make more than a million dollars yeah i mean if you whacked off once a day that's a pretty solid weekly paycheck that's 700 i could holy fuck and that's only what once a, dumb a day question. that's a dumb that question. was stupid they didn't think that one through because i feel like they're one they're they're not anticipating my one desire for a million dollars yeah. or two my 
appreciation for my own orgasm. I feel that's true. Like they don't understand that I'm willing to do that. You don't even know me. You don't even know me. So we're all going for the hundred dollars a time to masturbate. Hundred percent. Right? Didn't even didn't even think about that one. All right. Eighty-three percent of people agree with us, by the way. Fair which enough. Those are the right people. Yep. The other seventeen percent get fucked. To be fair, on that uh, that theory, the hundred bucks every time you masturbate, if you did it once a day for an entire year, you're making a salary of about forty thousand dollars. Which okay, all right. Eh. On top of my job that I already have. Yeah. It's not my full time job. Yeah. No, I think the theory would be for a million, you could probably quit your job and live out the rest of your days kind of thing. A million? That's not a lot of money. Not a ton, but I think you could make it work. Totally. Or I could just work my job and then get paid to jerk it. Right. And have an additional 40 grand. So by the way, I feel like I'm still young enough. I can do at least two times a day. For sure. Oh, no, no. I got at least three or four in me. Yeah. Like, let's, let's calm down here. Yeah. And then you get into like a married couple situation. Like we could have like an extra hundred grand a year. Fuck yeah. <laughs> See, it just makes sense. <laughs> Government, get on this If plan. anyone would like to offer us this opportunity. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take $50. I don't, I'll take $50 a jerk off session. That's fine. I'll yeah. do it. I'll, oh. I'm willing to make that discount for you. <laughs> I'll do it. <laughs> uh, just head on over to patreon.com slash B2B podcast. <laughs> and pull your plug. And uh, donate your mouth. Fuck, $25. Do it. I'll do it. $25. <laughs> Quit lowballing. I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm He's not get, a proud man. I'm going to get fucking highballed here. So I don't care. $25 per jerk off session. Smart. session. I can do it. Smart. I can All do right. it. I'm willing to make that offer for you. So nice. right. B2Bpodcast.com. We got one more song for you. Yeah, we do. Some crumbled cookie. This is their cover of um, Best of You here on PTP Podcast. I've got another confession to make. I'm your fool. Everyone's got their chains to break. Holding you. Were you born to resist or be abused? Is someone getting the
of you crumbled cookie and that's gonna do it for us do it to it we made it yes we We made it (laughs) girl's trip we made it i wonder how ridiculous this show would be if we recorded at an unreasonable like we we record like after work like it's like yeah six o'clock six thirty when we start recording yep and we're pretty insane like we kind of go off the rails yeah, very quickly. For sure. I wonder what the show would be like if we recorded on like a Friday night where we didn't have to work the next day and we, we we recorded at like 11.30. Then it would sound like our Christmas show constantly. You mean greatness? Abound? Just mayhem. Just mayhem. Constant mayhem. Yeah. We- <laughs> I feel like that'd be fun. We should try that once. Like, mm. a, like a weekend special. <laughs> I feel like Briner's got better things to do. That's a great point. <laughs> That's a great point. We know we don't, but we assume Briner does. It's always a good so. assumption. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just at home crying. <laughs> but getting paid 25 bucks. Fucking right. Use my tears time. as lube and make some money. Yeah. Woo! <laughs> Get it in ya. Get it in ya. That's the show for this week. Yeah. That was fun. That was good. Right? Yeah. We had a good time. Yep. Sad, uh... We did have plans for uh, Sarah to join us this uh, we did. this week, but she was sick. Damn, she says. God damn it. She says she was sick. Yeah, she wasn't really. <laughs> Fucking liar. You lie. Uh, Sarah, I get it though. Yeah, I, I wouldn't want to hang Why the hell would you yeah. want to be here? No. If you do want to be here, though, mm-hmm. you can. Sort of. Uh, you Maybe. Can, uh, you can donate. We do have to screen your Facebook. Yeah, we've got a uh, we've got a uh, a donation set up on patreon.com slash PTP podcast and with a certain amount, I forget what the amount is, but if you donate a certain amount, you can actually get live streamed in for the show and be a part of the show. That's fun. It's kinda cool. So I mean you're only gonna do that once, let's be yeah, honest, because it's really unimpressive. Real but you can do it once. Yeah. <laughs> and that would pay for a lot of our hosting and website website stuff. If you do like the show in any way, uh chuck in a few dollars, whatever you want to donate. Uh, it would mean the world to us. Thanks again to uh, to Phil Marcus for donating. Phil Marcus. Good Marcus. Marcus. Phil Marcus. Marcus. Filipio Marcus. Filipio. That's a good one. I like that one. That's pretty strong. Anyway, thanks so much, Phil. Uh, once again, ptppodcast.com. Thank you guys so much for listening. And keep masturbating. Remember, kids. Yeah. What he said, keep masturbating. Do it. Might make some money. Kiss my Kirby butt. Goodbye. Oh, wow. That's bad. Don't (laughs) ever do that again.